So, in the era where the technology it is reigning supreme over there, this term cyber security has taken the center stage over there. But what does it actually mean? So, guys, when we are talking about the cyber security, in a simple term, cyber security it is all about protecting our digital realm from our computer systems to our networks and the data we are having over there. From whom? From unauthorized access, attacks, damage, or theft over there. So the cyber security it is like a set of proactive measures we are having for our digital stuffs we are having, right? Like we are having the guards and the locks for our computers and our online activities. So in the cyber security we are having our firewalls. Right, we can think of our firewalls as the digital security guards which are going to control who will be coming in over there and who will be going out over there of our computer or of a network over there. Right, for that, we will be following some rules. Right, the firewalls they will be following the predefined rules to keep out the bad stuff. Then over there, we are also using our endpoint securities. We are using the endpoint security, which is like putting locks on each and every device. Like we are having our mobile phones. We are having our computer systems. We are having our tablets. right so for that what we are doing is we are keeping the locks in our systems along with that we are also having our antivirus we are also installing the antivirus the anti-malware programs which are working like the superheroes for us right who will be protecting our devices from the viruses from the bad softwares we are having which we are also calling them as a malware Along with that, we have to also make sure that we are continuously updating our devices. Right? Because our updates, our patches, they are going to fix the weak points, the bad guys over there. Right? So over here, our updates, they will be containing the patches for the previously discovered vulnerabilities the weakness we are having which can be exploited which can be taken advantage by the bad guys we are having by the attackers we are having along with that we are also using your encryption right we are also using our encryption over there which will be making our data unreadable like let's say over there we are having two users now if this user he wants to send some data to this user too so what he will be doing is he will be encrypting this data right he will be encrypting this data into a secret language that only this receiver can understand it so our encryption it will be making our data unreadable to anyone who is not having the decryption key to decode this data over here right along with that when we are talking about the cyber security it is not just about preventing the problems it is also about dealing with them like whenever any incident will be happening 
so the cyber security it is like having a plan when something goes wrong for that we are having your incident response and recovery over there like how to get things back to the normal and fix any damage over there so the cyber security it is like having a team of our digital bodyguards locks and secret codes to keep our digital world safe from whom from the attackers so that is what our cyber security over here after this we are having the information security so over here when we are talking about the information security information security is what protecting the data and what we are going to do over there like generally we are having the three pillars that are related to your security that is your cia and we are also calling them as your cia triad so whenever we are trying to protect all these three pillars that is our confidentiality about information the integrity about information and the availability about information that is what known as your information security so the information security it is a broader term we are having which will be encompassing the protection of all types of information regardless of whatever form they are having whether they are having physical or the digital form we are having right but when we are talking about the cyber security on the other hand right it will be focusing on protecting our digital information our systems our networks from the cyber threats over here we are having the cyber security right we are having the cyber security so as i was saying that our cyber security it will be uh, securing our devices it will be helping us to secure our devices from any sort of unauthorized access over there from the attacks from the attackers right so over here our cyber security it will be helping us to protect our sensitive data right over here we are having the vast amount of sensitive information which can include our personal our financial our business data that are being stored digitally so over there our cyber security it is essential for preventing any sort of unauthorized access theft or manipulation of this information over there right because over there the breaches they can lead to our identity theft the financial loss and some irreversible damage to individual as well as to our organizations reputation over there along with that our cyber security it will be also helping us to maintain our privacy by ensuring that our confidential communications and our personal information they are remaining secure over there so the individuals who are having the right to our privacy so over there our cyber security it will be safeguarding them against the unwanted surveillance we are having the unauthorized data collection we are having or some other attacks we are having along with that it will be also helping and the economic stability
right because nowadays our global economy it is increasingly depending over our digital infrastructure so for them the cyber security it is a very important or a vital for maintaining our economic stability by safeguarding our financial transactions the trade secrets between the organization over there our intellectual properties we are having the critical infrastructures we are having because of a cyber attacks they can disrupt our economic activities and they can have a far reaching consequences over there like affecting our businesses and our individuals also along with that our nations they are also heavily relying on our digital systems for the communication the defense and the critical infrastructure so over there also our cyber security it is a integral to our national security as the cyber threats they can target our government institutions also the military operations we are having and the essential services we are having right so if we are having a breach in our national security they can also have some severe consequences so making our robust cyber security measures it is essential for protecting our country's interest over there along with that it will be also preventing the cyber crimes our cyber crime it will be encompassing our criminal activities right which will be involving our computers our networks right so in these cyber crimes our computers they will be serving as tools for executing the malicious activities over there or they can also look like the potential targets for the attackers over there right so in the cyber crime the attacker they will be employing our computer as a weapon to engage in malicious activities like your fraud identity theft or your privacy stealing over there right so in the cyber crimes the attacker they will be either targeting our computer networks or devices or either they will be using our computer networks to perform some other criminal activities we are having along with that it will be also helping us to maintain our trust and reputation right the individuals the organizations they must trust that their online activities they are secure right because over here if we are going in a particular website let's say we are opening a website over there then we should be having the idea that this particular website is secure it is a legitimate website we are having for that we are looking into the digital certificates we are looking into the https protocol over there right by that we are getting the idea that the website it's a legitimate one over there so the cyber security it will be helping us to build and maintain the trust by protecting against the data breaches and also ensuring the integrity of our online transactions we are having so if we are having the strong cyber security posture so it will be contributing to a positive reputations we are having right and it will be also giving the confidence to our stakeholders our 
customers over there, the individuals, and along with that, the organizations over there, right? So the cyber security it matters because it is the foundation of our integrity, the stability, and the trustworthiness of our digital ecosystem we are having. Because as our technology it is continuously advancing, the importance of our a secure, a robust cyber security practices it cannot be overstated in protecting the individuals, the organizations, and the overall societies and the worldwide we are having. After this, we are having some essential terminologies and thus the very first one we are having the hack value. So when we are talking about the hack value. So over here, when we are talking about the hack value, hack value means anything which is worth doing or it is your worth something. right so as you are saying it is the notion used by our hackers over there right so over there when we are talking about the hack value it will be refers to our interest or our act your you can say our goal over there for our hacking activity so the hack value it is oftenly associated with the creativity and the technical progress we are having which are being demonstrated by our attackers over there like let's say we are having the hackers right let's say we are having the hackers over there and they want to defame right they want to defame a website so for that what they will be doing either they will be you can say performing the attacks like we are having your dos attack right or over there let's say these are our hackers they are our hacktivists right so over there these activists what they will be doing is they will be performing the protest right they will be performing the protest against this website to showcase their hack value over there so to preventing our you can say this hack value it will be involving like regularly security auditing our systems right to identify and address the vulnerabilities proactively after this we are having the vulnerability Vulnerability means to say any flaw or the weakness which can be taken advantage by the attackers over there, right? So the vulnerabilities we can have inside our softwares and the configurations or in our human behavior over there, right? Like previously we were having the attack with the name WannaCry. Okay, so over here previously we were having this WannaCry ransomware, right? And for that, the attackers they were using a exploit, right? They were using this exploit, the malicious code we are having, which will be helping us to take the advantage of this vulnerability, right? For this, the attacker they were using the exploit with the name your Eternal Blue. right so it was a like a zero day we were having right so over there in your 2017 the attackers they have used this eternal blue to exploit our system right because over there we were having a vulnerability in our smb protocol in our 
and our service message protocol we are having right so over here when we are talking about this smb protocol it will be allowing our systems to share the files printers and the other resources on the network over there so this particular vulnerability this particular vulnerability had allowed the attackers to get the access of our system right to get the access of our system then after this they were performing malicious activities over there right after this they were you can say performing the malicious activities so that was what a vulnerability we are having after this we are having a payload now when we are talking about a payload payload is what it is a part of our exploit over here which will be helping us to perform our intended actions inside the victims system we are having right like destroying a system creating the backdoors inside a system or hijacking a computer so that is what your payload is after this we are having the zero day attack so when we are talking about the zero day attack it is what it is going to target the vulnerability which are unknown like let's say over here this is a developer and he is going to create an application right so we are having some normal users who will be using this application but now attacker will be coming and he will be finding a vulnerability inside this application so what he will be doing is he is going to exploit it so the developer he is not having any idea about this vulnerability right so this zero day attack it is going to target the vulnerabilities which are unknown to our vendors to our security communities we are having right and it will be occurring before this developer it will be releasing a patch to fix this vulnerability over here then we are having our daisy chaining this daisy chaining it will be involving like exploiting multiple vulnerabilities to compromise the system over there right so the daisy chaining it is like a series of connected attack over here right so you can consider like this hacker he is going to use the phishing email right the attacker will be coming and he will be using this phishing email to get the access to get the access of our system over there right after this once he will be getting the access of our system then he will be exploiting the vulnerabilities we are having in our system then what will be happening is he will be trying to escalate his privileges over there right what will be happening over there is he will be just getting the user access but now let's say with the help of this user access he was not able to find any juicy information inside this system after that what he will be doing is he will be trying to get the admins access of this system for that he will be escalating the privileges so to preventing this daisy chaining attacks 
what we have to do is we have to uh, get the multi-layered security approach over there right we will be monitoring for any sort of malicious behaviors we are having then we are having your doxing now and the doxing the attackers they will be coming and they will be stealing our personal information they will be uh, stealing our private information over there and then after that they are going to make them public great along with that you guys have also seen many a times and in the internet you will be finding that the people's credit card information right you will be finding that the credit card information along with that you will be finding the cv number also so that is what your doxing over here along with that many a time you guys have seen like the post and the facebook and the instagram right so what will be happening over here is the peoples they will be finding our identity card like let's say they are finding our Aadhaar card over here right so after that what they will be doing is they will be making a post and their facebook account and they will be saying that we just found this uh, identity card over here you can come to this location and you can take it from me right so over here what will be happening is this is also a type of doxing this is also a type of doxing but in this the users they were not having any intention for making the private information of this individual public over there so over there what these users what they can do is they can blur some numbers of that particular identity card so that is whatever doxing over here after that we are having a bot so over here when we are talking about a bot bot is what it is a compromised system right a bot is what a compromised system which can be controlled remotely right so over here what the attackers will be doing is they will be compromising a system they will be compromising the system over here and after that they can also use this system for some other malicious task so this compromised systems this compromised system over here the attacker they are controlling it remotely over there so it will be known as your bot over here right like a sacrifice software or a compromised system it will be known as your bot then over here again going with the payload right so payload is what it is a malicious code we are having right it is a malicious code we are having or you can say a part of our exploit which will be helping us to perform our malicious actions our intended action whatever thing we want to do inside the victims system over there right so this payload over here it can include like our ransomwares we are having we are having our spywares we are having right along with that we are also using the payloads in the phishing attack like the which will be including like our malicious attachments we are having 
right which will be including our malicious attachments inside our phishing mails right so whenever any user he will be clicking on that particular attachment he will be click uh, you can say downloading that attachment a malware will be in installed inside the victim system so to mitigate the you can say phishing attack like this we have to enable the email filtering we have to also give the user awareness training so that we can mitigate these kinds of threats after this we are having your real world cyber security incident so over here we are having this uber right it is one of the well-known uh, company we are having for the ride sharing right so on your 2020-22 they have faced a security breach right and inside the breach the attacker he infiltrated their organization system right and along with that he has also taken the access of their critical resources we they were having right and this breach it became you can say evident when uh, you can say a 17 year old you can say kid over there he claimed to have compromised the uber system and later on he shared the evidence of the intrusion over there right along with that he has also shared the snapshots of the vital assets and the vulnerability reports right along with that the attacker he also announced the success to the entire company through the organization wide messaging applications we are having right so over here this breach this over breach over there it was having three main phases right so over there we were having the first phase which is your attack your attack tracing right so inside this what we are having is we are having our reconnaissance which is also known as your information gathering right it is also known as your information gathering over here now in the reconnaissance what the attacker will be doing is they will be trying to obtain as much information as they can about the attacker about the victim over there right the attackers they will be gathering as much information as they can about the victim so for that over here our attackers right they have obtained the stolen credential from the dark web to access the uber's internal network over there because the uber they were having the failure to monitor their dark web forums right which was leading to the missed opportunity to address their compromised employee information over there then the attackers they came to the second phase which was your weaponization right so over here the attackers they came to your second phase over here which was your weaponization over here right so the attackers they have you can say taken the credential from the dark web right so they were all weaponized for your unauthorized access so for that what they can do is the uber right they were not having any sort of you can say security measures so they should be having the security measures on their places right and later on the attacker he attempted to connect to the uber's network right and they were initiating the multi-factor authentication for decadac over there 
right so over there the ubers they were having failures to monitor login attempts properly over there right along with that they were having your lack of security awareness training for their employees right and also they were not having any sort of strategic approach to prevent unauthorized access then after that the attackers they gain the you can say admin level access by hacking the contractor's account and located the privileged credential they were having right so over there the ubers they were not having any sort of you can say uh, storage a proper storage over there right for our passwords right so over there they were storing the credentials in the clear text without the encryption right along with that they were having lack of your endpoint host checks the risk based authentication mechanisms we are having right and they were having your single sign on configurations over there right after this the attackers they initiated the command and control the cnc now the attackers they established the control over their sensitive and uh, you can say services over there for that they were using this command and control server right so this command and control server it is going to create a connection between the victim and the attacker over there so the attacker now he can send data back and forth over there right and later on the attackers they choose not to inflict the damage on the uber systems right so that is what happened in the uber breach so in short in short over here we are having the uber right so the attacker he came right the attacker he came and he started the social engineering over here right the attacker he performed the social engineering and they were having the uber they were having the weakness in their vpn right so the attacker he performed the social engineering over here and he exploited the multi-factor authentication they were having the uber right for that he was saying that i'm talking from this this place right and i will be sending you the push notification you have to click on it right so once that particular employee he clicked on it then the attacker he was having the access of their system so that is what happened over there along with that we were also having a famous website with the name asley medicine okay so over here we are having our asley medicine it is a it was a dating website right a very it is one of the high profile cyber security incident we were having right which was occurred on your 2015 right so over there inside the ashley madisons the people from the age of your 18 till your 80 they were having the account inside this right so what happened over there is the attackers they compromised this ashley madison right and they were asking for some money right they were asking for some money from your Ashley medicine over here they were saying that uh, if you won't be giving us this much amount of money then we are going to make all these data over here public 
right so over here the peoples from your SLA medicines they ignored their request right they ignored their request over there and after that the attackers they release the large amount of users data over there right and they make it publicly accessible on the internet right so that data it was including their user profiles their emails their uh, you can say the transactions they were having their messages they were having right so over here this attack it gave us severe consequences for many users because as it exposed their you can say affairs over there right after that again right that was the first time then after that again the attackers they came and they again compromised the Ashley medicine and then they were again asking for the money again the Ashley medicines they ignored their request right and again the attackers they make their data public and now this Ashley medicine it is no more into the market right so after this like nowadays you guys have heard we are having a crypto theft attack has anyone heard about it the last pass okay so around your 4.4 million around your 4.4 million cryptocurrency it was theft right so what happened over there in the last passes like the peoples they were using the last pass right they were using this last pass uh, wallet over there to store their assets now this last part this last part uh, it got affected right it got the wallets they were having right it got affected over there right so the users who were storing their crypto keys inside the last pass they were all targeted right so over here we are giving the advice that the users who are using the last pass over there right you need to transfer your asset for a you can say more secure platform for the time being right along with that some couple of days ago right we were also having the attack on your cloud on your cloud flare okay see over here we are having this cloudflare company right which is one of the leading cyber security and the web performance company we are having right so over there this cloudflare they have successfully thwarted the thousands of their hyper volumetric ddos attacks right so over there the alarms they were you can say aspecting around your 89 of the attacks right they were you can say staggering you can say 100 millions per request per second over there right so over there what was happened the attackers they were you can say exploiting right the attackers they were exploiting the vulnerability we were having in our http version over there right so this vulnerability it was unearthed because as a part of our you can say coordinated disclosure effort right so over there the attackers they got to know about it and then they were exploiting it and due to this they have performed the ddos attack 
right due to this they have performed the ddos attack over there but the cloud flares they you can say the successfully they have stopped these attacks right and they were showing like how important the cyber security is right because it is not just about you can say protecting one company it will be depending upon lots of websites and the online services we are having right so over here thus you can say attack and the response from our cloud flare right it is reminding us that our technology right it is getting better right and so do the challenges of our you can say keeping our digital world safe over there right so this was the attack we were having on our http version right we were having the weakness on our http version with the name your rapid rest vulnerability right which was letting the attackers to mess with the part of their internet systems they are having right and due to this they were overwhelming the servers and making their website hard to reach right and that attack we are calling as the ddos attack the distributed denial of services right so over there our major services like we are having the aws the amazon web services we are having our cloudflare we are having our google cloud they all were got you can say affected by it right they all got you can say targeted by it right so over here you can imagine right you can imagine like we are having lots of attacks right we are having lots of attacks over here and they all are targeting they all are targeting a single website to get overloaded right and for that they are sending more than 100 million right for that they are sending more than your 100 million sec uh, you can say request every every second over there to overload it so that type of attack it will be known as your ddos attack over there right so when we are talking about the ddos attack the distributed denial of service so let's say over here let's say over here v100 v100 are making the different different requests right we all 100 over here we are making the different different requests to a single website right so over there what will be happening is if that particular website right their servers they are not having the load balancers they are not having the property security majors over there so what will be happening is that website it will be getting down right because it will be overwhelmed by these requests same thing you guys have also seen uh, like whenever we are trying to book the railway ticket especially on the festival seasons has anyone seen something like that the website it is getting down so that is a ddos attack right but over here we peoples we are not you can say having any intention for making this particular website down right we were just trying to book our ticket but due to over there you can say thousands of people they will be in a single time they are you can say sending the request over there so over there that particular website it is getting down because over here it is getting overwhelmed for the resources right so that is whatever ddos attack we are having 
now for mitigating the ddos attack what we should be doing over there is we should be performing uh, the we should be having the load balancing over there right we should be having the load balancers over there so when we are talking about the load balancer right in a simple way you can consider right over here let's say we are having the internet right we are having the internet over here and we are having some users now these users they will be sending different different requests they will be sending the different different requests for the services and over here we will be having a load balancer now this load balancer you can consider it as a doctor right or as a security guard over there now over there this load balancer it is going to check the health of these uh, you can say servers over here right and it will be distributing the request equally inside these servers we are having along with that it will be also making sure if any of the server right it is getting down right any of the server it is getting down over there due to some technical issues so what it will be doing is it is not going to send any request to this server so that this server it can recover over there after this we are having the impacts of cyber attacks so over here when we are talking about the impacts of your cyber attacks generally we are having your four types of impacts right generally we are having the four types of impacts over here and the very first we are having the reputational impacts then after this we are having the operational impacts we are having our financial impacts and we are having the legal impacts okay so over here when we are talking about the reputational impact so let's say we are having the organization right a very reputed one and one of the secured organization we are having of this time right so over here what the attacker will be doing is they will be coming and they will be getting to know that this is the uh, organization we are having which is one of the most reputed one which is the most you can say secured one we are having now the attackers they will be finding this website as a challenging one right they will be finding the interests on compromising this organization over there right so that will be what that will be the hack value for the attackers that challenge that interest over there right so after that the attackers they will be compromising this organization right they are going to compromise this organization after that they will be performing the uh, actions like exfiltrating the data right stealing the information they are having inside their systems over there so what do you say is this organization it is going to have some reputational impacts after the attack then we are having the operational impacts right so over here and our systems we were having our data right we were having our data and over here what will be happening is the attackers they will be compromising this website now let's say the attackers they have also you can say deleted our data from our system so over there what we will be happening over there is the employees they won't be able to perform their daily works 
inside their system they won't be able to perform their daily work over there so the organization they are also going to face this operational impacts over there then we are having the financial impacts now since the people's right since the people's they were trusting their data with this organization right they were trusting their data with their with this organization over here so what will be happening over here is their data it is getting leaked now let's say this website it was holding the data about our movies script it was holding our new songs over there it was holding some movies inside it so what do you say like if in the internet you guys will be finding a movie before the release date you guys are finding a movie over there in the internet right and the hd print the directors the producers they have trusted this organization with their data and if their movie it will be releasing before the release date what will be happening is it is not going to earn that much in the theater so over here the organization they are also going to face the financial impacts after this we are having the legal impacts right now since this organization it was responsible for taking care of the data of these users over here so this users what they will be doing is they are going to file right they are going to sue this organization over here right so over here what will be happening is the organization they are also going to face some legal impacts over there right so these are our four major impacts of our cyber attacks then after this we are having this protecting the postal and the organizational data yeah biometrics address the card information digital signatures we are having username and the passwords right so over here as you are saying we are having the types of personal data we are having right and the very first like we are having the pii and the very first we are having the pii which stands for your personally identifiable information right like we are having our name our address our phone number our identity card number our social security number right or the information we are having in our cards the debit cards or the credit cards so what we have to do is we have to be cautious while we are while we are sharing our personally identifiable information online over there right we have to avoid providing unnecessary personal details on the websites or and the social medias right along with that we have to use the privacy settings to control who can access your information right then we are having our financial information right we are having our bank account details we are having our credit card numbers 
right so for that what we have to do is we have to use a secure website for our online transaction right we are regularly going to monitor our bank statements and along with that we are also going to set up the alerts for any sort of suspicious activities and we will be enabling the two-factor authentication for your added security right like if you will be performing any sort of financial transaction over there if you are performing any sort of financial transaction over there then over here that website it should be asking you right it should be asking you to you can say uh, to write the otp over there or to confirm this transaction by the mail or by the call right so over there from there you will be choosing the options like your otp right you will be choosing the otp so over here you will be selecting the otp then in your device you guys will be getting the otp then you will be filling the otp over there and after that your transaction will be completed right and along with that we are having our login credentials the username and the passwords we are having for that we have to create the strong the unique password for each and every online accounts we are having okay so let me write it over here as you are saying we should be having the combination of the uppercase and the lowercase p a s s w o r d so what do you say is it looking secure over here like uh, for the example no right it is not looking secure so as you are saying what we will be doing is we should be having the length right from your 8 to 15 characters over there right and what we have to do is we have to create a strong a unique password which will be containing our uppercase our lowercase along with that our special characters we are having right then our numerics we are having right so over here our password it should be having the combination of our uppercase the lowercase the special characters numerics over there right and over there what we will be doing is we will be creating the individual credential for each and every online account we are having right so what we have to do we have to avoid using the same password across the multiple accounts right for that we can also use a password manager which will be securely storing and managing our password instead of writing our password in the notebooks in our you can say messages because generally what we are doing is we are creating the password which we can easily remember right so we have to follow these practices over there Along with that, we are also having our health information, right? Like we are having our medical histories, the prescriptions we are having, we are having our health insurance details, right? So we have to limit sharing the health information online over there. We have to use the secure and the reputable healthcare websites, right? Along with that, we have to be cautious about our emails or our messages requesting our sensitive health data 
right along with that we have to also verify the source before providing any information over there right for that we are having our phi right we are having our phi which stands for your protected health information right so over here what we have to do is we have to secure our phi the protective health information we are having okay after this we are also having our location data like our gps coordinates right we are also having our checks in your social media like if you guys will be opening your facebook right over there you guys will be able to find this checks in right you guys will be find the different different location where you have visited over there right so for that what you guys will be doing is you will be disabling the location services for the application that do not require it along with that you have to be also mindful like what location data you share on social media platform you have to review and adjust the location settings on your devices over there right you will be reviewing into the application whether they really need this location access or not like let's say if i am having a calculator if i am having a calculator and it is having the permission for using my microphone for using my camera for using my location are there necessary information no right our calculator it do not require these sort of information over there so we have to do what we have to cancel look into our applications also like whenever we are installing any application generally the people's what they are doing is they are you can say quickly quickly clicking on the next option so what we have to do we have to read the permissions clearly and we have to decide over there whether that particular application it requires those permissions or not right we are having our biometric data also right we are having our biometric data like our fingerprints our facial recognition data we are having right for that we will be using the biometric features only on the trusted devices we are having right we have to be cautious about granting the biometric access to our third party application right along with that we are regularly going to update our device security setting right along with that like we should be also following the safe browsing practices over there right so over here our browser it will be having our information about the browsing history we are having right and also it will be also having the information about our search queries right for that what we will be doing is we will be using the private browsing modes whenever it is necessary right along with that we will be also clearing our browser history regularly right and we have to be cautious whenever we are clicking on any sort of suspicious link for that we will be also using the reputable antivirus software to protect against the malwares we are having right and we have to also be mindful whenever we are sharing any information in our social media platforms right like our photos our posts our personal interest 
right for that we will be adjusting the privacy setting on our social media platforms so that we can control who can see our information like you guys have seen on the social media and the facebook and the instagram we are having the private accounts right so we have to adjust our privacy setting over there right and we will be being mindful of the content which we are sharing to avoid the to avoid you can say sharing our sensitive you can say personal details publicly over there right so in simple way we have to stay informed about the latest cyber security practices we are having we have to keep our software and the device up to date right we have to be cautious about sharing our personal information online right because these are the essential steps we are having which will be helping us to safeguard our safeguard our devices right our you can say personal data from the cyber attacks over there right additionally we will be using the security features like we are having the two-factor authentication we are having the multi-factor authentication over there right so these are the types of personal data we are having now when we are talking about protecting our personal and the organizational data right over there we have to can adopt some practical measures to protect our sensitive information because it is very critical over there nowadays for that we will be employing the strong password we will be employing the multi-factor authentication right we will be creating the complex password so the complex password they will be adding the extra layer of security with our multi-factor authentication right so when we are talking about the two-factor authentication or the multi-factor authentication it is going to require the user to give to give the password more than one time for accessing it for that they can also use the push notification they can also use the phones fingerprint there you can say some other types also right and they should be regularly performing the software updates right keeping our operating system our application up to date right to pass the security vulnerabilities we are having like over here you guys have seen in our mobile phone right so over there we will be getting the updates right in our systems we are getting the updates but i have seen many a times the peoples they are ignoring those updates right the peoples they are ignoring the updates but as i was saying that our updates they will be containing the patches for previously discovered vulnerabilities we are having right so as soon as our system it is prompting a you can say to install update over there right we should be you can say updating our you can say systems promptly over there right along with that we have we also need to use encryption to protect our data right so over there what we will be doing is we will be converting our data into some unreadable format right and over there that particular encrypted data it can be accessed by only the authorized individuals who are having the decryption key like we are using whatsapp over here right we are using whatsapp over here now this whatsapp if you will be scrolling down right then it will be uh, saying that 
that it is using the end-to-end -end encryption over there right so over here our whatsapp it is ensuring that only the intended receivers they can read our message over there right we have to be cautious with the emails and the links right we have to avoid clicking on the suspicious link right we have to avoid clicking on the suspicious link right we have to uh, be cautious with the unexpected emails we are having like many a time you guys will be finding that we are receiving the email right which will be claiming that we have won a lottery that we have never entered over there so it is what it is likely uh, it is likely a scam over there so what we have to do is we do not need to click on those link or we do not have to provide the personal information over there right along with that we will be also performing the backup right regularly we will be performing the backup of our data right we will be saving our copies of our you can say important data in case of some unexpected events we are having right like incidents we are having the data loss we are having the cyber attacks we are having right like over here we are using the google drive right we are also having the external hard drives so inside those places what we are doing is we are storing our data let's say my laptop it will be getting compromised over here so what i will be doing is i will be using the google drive i will be using my external hard drive over there to recover that data right we will be we can also use vpns over here right we can also use vpns over here which will be encrypting our internet connection for a secure online activities over there like over here nowadays the peoples they are working remotely right they are connecting to their you can say public wi-fi over there right so over there using a vpn right it will be ensuring that your data is encrypted and it will be also preventing the unauthorized access over there right then over here like we are having our mobile phones we are having our computers now many a time you will be noticing that the peoples they are leaving their mobile phones the computers and the table over there and their desk right so what we have to do over there is we have to educate them right we have to give them the training like if we will be leaving our mobile phone in our tablet open right if i will be leaving our computer in the you can say table open over there right so anyone can access your data over there right so for that what we will be doing is we are going to lock it our devices with the pen with the fingerprint for some additional securities over there like even over there our device it is you can say left in our desk then no unauthorized person will be able to access my system over there right and in the last we will be periodically reviewing and assessing our security measures to identify to fix the potential vulnerabilities just like we are having the health checkup right just like we are going for the health checkup on the periodic basis over there right so same like we will be conducting the security audits which will be ensuring our systems are robust and they all are secure over there so that is how we can protect our person and the organizational data
After this, we are having some common cyber threats. So over here, in the very first, we are having the vulnerabilities, which we have already discussed. Vulnerability is what any flaw or a weakness which can be exploited, right? The attacker, it can take the advantage of that particular vulnerability to get the access of our system. That is what known as your vulnerability over there, right? So after this, we are having the business email compromise. Great. So over here, we are having our business email compromise. Right. So over here, inside this attack, the attacker, they will be using our deceitful tactics to manipulate our, you can say, email communication for their gain. Right. So over there, in this attack, the attackers, they will be trying to get the unauthorized access to our business email account. And once they will be getting the access of our business email account, they will be using the various sort of tactics to deceive our employees, our clients, our partners into taking the actions which will be benefiting the attacker over there. Like over here, the attackers, they can perform the email spoofing. The attackers, they can perform the email spoofing over there, right? For that, generally, they will be using our high ranking executive. Right. For that, they will be using, they will be impersonating our high-ranking executives or our trusted parties. Then they will be trying to manipulate the email address to make it look like the email which is coming from the original source over here. Right. And along with that, they are also using, right, they are also, con uh, you can say, using our emails over there, right, for the deceptive content. For that, they will be writing some convincing language. They will be writing the urgent requests we are having or some official looking content we are having, right? So over here, these requests, they can also, you can say, contain our, you can say, fund transfer, our wire transfer or changes to our sensitive information or the sharing of our confidential data. right along with that the attackers they can also gain the access to our employees email account through the method like our phishing or the malware and once they will be getting inside over there they can exploit the trust which is being associated with that account over there right like over here we are having the attack with the name ceo scam We are having this attack with the name CEO scam over here. Now, let's say we are having an employee who is working in the front office. Now, one day, let's say he will be receiving an email. And this email, it will be saying that it is coming from the CEO directly. So, what do you say? How this employee, he will be reacting once he will be finding that he is getting the mail from directly from the CEO over there. So in a simple way, we can say 
he will be getting flustered over there right the employee he will be getting flustered he will be thinking that his job is done right he will be thinking that his job is done over there he will be getting fired right but once he will be opening the email right once he will be opening the email over here so let's say that email it is saying that there is a person standing just outside the gate can you please pay him this amount of money um, and you can say some busy schedule over here so now this employee what he will be thinking that he is receiving the mail from directly from the ceo right so what he will be doing is he will be quickly doing this work right he will be quickly doing this work to impress the ceo over here but this email it is coming from the attackers right for that the attackers what they are doing is they are stealing the headers of the CEO's mail over there. Right? Along with that, the attackers they are also using this BEC over here for the invoice fraud. For the invoice fraud over here. For that, the attackers they will be compromising one of the vendors' email we are having right they will be compromising one of the vendors mail and then they will be sending a modified invoice with some altered payment detail which is going to direct the funds right which is going to direct the funds to the attackers account over here right so over here to mitigating this bec risk right to mitigating this business impel uh, email compromise risk over here right we can implement the email authentication we can have the employee training over there right we will be verifying the protocols we are using over there especially for the financial transactions or for our sensitive information re uh, requests which we have received in the mail right we will be enabling the multi-factor authentication to add an extra layer of security which will be making it harder for the unauthorized users to access our email account like even even the attacker he got to know about our username and the password then he won't be able to get the access of our system why because we have enabled the multi-factor authentication like once we will be putting this password over there right once we will be putting the password over there to login into our account then over here that particular system it will be sending us the notification like it will be sending us the otp it will be sending us the push notification right it will be asking that are you the really one who is trying to access your account from there you will be clicking on the yes and then you will be getting the access of your account right you will you can also use the email filtering We can also use the email filtering solutions over there, which will be helping us to detect and block the phishing attempts and sort of, you can say, suspicious emails over there. After this, we are having the crime as service. So over here, when we are talking about this crime as service, right so over here our attackers they will be providing the illegal services like hacking tools the stolen data we are having on the dark web right and also they will be also allowing others to commit the cyber crimes without any technical expertise 
right like as you are saying the attackers they will be selling this ransomware as a service on the dark web which will be allowing even the non-technical individuals to launch the ransomware attacks over there right so we can consider this crime as a service as a crime store where the individuals with some malicious intention they can purchase the ready-made tools the services to commit various types of cyber crimes over there right so over here our crime as a service it is offering us your ransomware as a service right along with that it will be also uh, offering us the stolen credit card information the login credentials the personal data for sale right which can be used for your identity theft fraud or for some other malicious activities right along with that it is also offering us the access to botnets like previously we were discussing about your bot bot is what a single compromised computer which can be controlled remotely but a botnet is what it is a collection of your bots right a collection of your bot it is known as your botnets over here right so the botnets they can be used for your large scale attacks like we are having the ddos attack over there so mitigating this crime as a service over here mitigating this crime as a service over here right we have to perform the awareness right we have to educate the individuals the businesses over there about the existence and the risk this crime as a service it is offering over there right so our awareness it is the first line of defense we are having along with that we have to implement the advanced cyber security solutions which can help us to detect and prevent any sort of unauthorized activities especially which are associated with our crime as a service over there right and then over here our authorities right they also have to work to identify to shut down any sort of illegal your cash operations we are having and we have to also report any suspicious activity which can contribute to these efforts right so that is whatever crime as a service after this we are having the supply chain attack so in the supply chain attack the attackers they will be targeting the vulnerabilities in a supply chain they will be compromising our software the hardware to infiltrate our organizations indirectly like we are having the malware the malicious code right so attackers what they will be doing is they will be inserting the malicious code inside the software update right now that software update it is going to compromise every system which is installing that update over there so that is whatever supply chain attack then we are having the cloud-based attack okay see nowadays what is happening is our business our organization they are heavily relying on our cloud services so the threat of our cloud-based attack it is also blooming right so in this cloud-based attack what will be happening is the attacker they will be performing the malicious activities which is specifically targeting our cloud infrastructure our services our applications over there right like we are having the data breaches right so previously we were having the attack right previously we were having the attack on your 2017 over there right with the name your equifax 
right so over there that particular data breach it exposed the personal information of your millions of individuals by exploiting a vulnerability in the web application which was hosted on the cloud right so the attacker they can get the unauthorized access to our cloud storage our database and compromising our sensitive information over there right previously in your 2019 right our github it has also experienced the ddos attack over there right which has distributed its services right so the attackers they targeted the github's infrastructure which was hosted on the cloud platform right for that the attacker they will be flooding the cloud based service right with some overwhelming number of traffic which will be making that particular you can say service unavailable for the legitimate users as you are saying we are having the api vulnerabilities over there also right so in our cloud interface or we can say in our you can say api right they are also getting exploited for getting the unauthorized access over there right so the attackers what they are doing is they are you can say uh, looking for the misconfiguration we are having like in our firewall or in our cloud over there right which will be allowing the attackers to get the access of our sensitive customer data through an api over there right as you are saying we are also having the account hijacking right so like our twitter it has also faced this account hijacking over there right so over there the attackers they they use the social engineering to gain the access to the internal tools which are being hosted in our cloud right so the attacker they can gain the control of the user account by exploiting the weak credentials or the techniques like phishing over there right and one of the major attacks we are having right so it is one of the major threat we are having is your malicious insider over there right we are having the malicious insiders over there yeah sure so over here when we are talking about the vulnerability vulnerability is what it is a weakness right it is a weakness we are having a flaw we are having in our system security which can be taken advantage by the attacker right by the threat right so let's take an example over here like let's say we are having a house right it will be having a door right which is not closed properly over there which is not locked properly so that particular you can say lock that particular faulty lock it can be a vulnerability because it is creating a weakness which can be exploited by the intruder to gain the access to our house but on the other hand when we are talking about the threat threat is what which is having the potential to exploit the vulnerability and cause harm to our system or the organization in the simple way we can say threat is what it is so you can say which can actually alter our asset value right so using the same analogy of our house right so over here when we are talking about the threat so over there right the peoples they can see the faulty lock which we are having the vulnerability so over there the you can say peoples what they will be doing is the malicious the peoples who are having the malicious intention right they will be using this vulnerability over there to break in right to steal our valuable you can say uh things we are having inside our house 
so over there you can say that particular malicious person he is the threat because he is having the potential to exploit the vulnerability in our house security we are having right so over here we are having the insider threats right so when we are talking about the insider threat right they are also known as your disgruntled employee and a simple way we can say the insider threats are what these are the disgruntled employees we are having right the employees who are not happy with the organization not happy with the politics they are having around them inside the organization over there they are not happy with their manager then they tend to become disgruntled over there right so the Insider threats, right? They will be having the malicious intention and they will be trying to misuse their privileges to compromise the data to disturb the services we are having. Right? Like in many of the organization, if you guys will be going into the internet, right? So over there you will be finding that the insider threats, right? They are sabotaging the company's manufacturing softwares, right, which are being hosted on the cloud right so mitigating these cloud-based attack we are having right for that what we can do we can implement the strong encryption for our data which is in the rest right which we are having in the storage or the data which is moving over there and the transit right and over there we will be also implementing a strong access control right we will be setting the access controls to ensure that only the authorized users they can access our sensitive information over there right we will be conducting the regular audits of our cloud infrastructures to identify to address the vulnerabilities which can include like reviewing the configurations the access permissions we are having along with that we can also enable the multi-factor authentication which will be adding an extra layer of security requiring the users to provide the multiple form of identification for proving themselves right we will be educating the employees on recognizing and avoiding the phishing attempts which will be also promoting a good security practice such as using a strong unique passwords over there right after this we are having our data center attacks so this data center attack it will be involving the activities which are being aimed to compromise the security the integrity or the availability of our data centers resource over there right so inside this we are having types of data center attack like we are having our physical attacks right so over here the attacker they will be trying to gain the physical access of our data center to steal to damage or to manipulate our hardware components right like previously on attack right which was happened around your 2014 right so over there what they were having is they were having the this physical attack right and which the attackers they have theft the you can say servers they were having right for that we should be having the physical security measures we should be having the access controls the surveillance right so these are crucial for our defense 
along with that we are having the ddos attacks right in which the attacker they will be trying to overwhelm our data centers network with a flood of traffic which will be making their services unavailable right then we are having our malwares and the ransomware attack we are having our malwares and the ransomware attack over here so what do you say guys are we having any guarantee like even after paying the ransom the attackers they are going to give us our data back no right so over here when we are talking about this malware and the ransomware attack right so over here the malicious the malwares over there they can infiltrate our data center system right and they will be having the aim of encrypting our data and demanding for the ransom over there right like previously we were having the ransomware attack we were having the ransomware attack like the name not patia right so this not patia over here it was the ransomware attack which was happened on your 2017 and it has impacted lots of organization around the world right it has affected our data centers right so for that for mitigating this ransomware we should be having the regular system updates and the backup they are crucial for the defense against the ransomware because we are not having any guarantee like even after paying the money to the attackers they will be giving us our data back now right and many of the attacks the attacker what they are doing is let's say this is our system now the attacker they are going to encrypt this system and now they will be asking for the ransom now this organization what they have done is they have given the money to the attacker they have given the money to the attacker but in the background what the attacker they are doing is they are also using the wipers right we are having with the name cleaners or you guys have heard about the shamoon right so these are what these are you can say our cleaners right our wipers we are having now this cleaner will be doing what it is going to wipe out all the data we are having inside the system so these are also the chances behind the ransomware attack over there right so to protecting against the data center attacks we should be implementing the multi layered security we should be implementing the multi layered security over there like we will be including our firewalls our intrusion detection system the prevention system the access control right which will be helping us to fortify the data centers defense over there right we will be regularly auditing performing the vulnerability assessment over there which will be helping us to identify and address the weakness before actually they can be exploited by the attacker right we will be establishing a backup and a recovery plan over there to ensure that we we are having the quick restoration of our services in case of a successful cyber attack over there we will be educating the data center personals over there on the security best practices and we will be trying to raise the awareness about potential threats like phishing attempts we are having 
these are what our data center attacks we are having after this we have discussed about the ransomware then we are having the iot device hacking right the internet of things right so over here these iot devices they have you can they have provided us the best you can say one of the best connectivity and the convenience in our daily lives but it has also introduced some of the new challenges like including the risk of our iot device hacking over there right so in this the attacker he will be trying to get the unauthorized access or he will be trying to manipulate our iot device over there right so our iot devices they will be ranging from our smart you can say thermostats over there to our security cameras to our you can say connected appliances we are having now they all can be exploited by the attackers to gain control to steal data or to disrupt their intended functionalities we are having right so over here the attackers they can exploit the vulnerabilities in our iot device security to gain the unauthorized access like previously uh we were having a botnet with the name you can say mirai right we were having previously a botnet with the name mirai so it targeted our iot devices and over there it, you can say the attacker it it was able to you can say gain the control to launch the large scale ddos attack so for that we should be implementing the strong authentication we should be going with the regular software updates to mitigate these sort of risk right along with that the attackers they are trying to breach the iot devices to steal sensitive data like our personal information our login credentials over there right so over here over here we are having our cameras right we are having our network camera so what the attacker will be doing is if they are able to get the access of them then they will be uh, they are going to spy on our household so for that we should be having a proper encryption we should be using the secure communication protocol which will be helping to protect against this sort of data theft over there right the attackers they can also manipulate our iot devices to cause physical harm to disrupt our services or to engage in some other malicious activities over there right and most ofly the attackers they are using the iot device right in the botnets right they are recruiting our iot devices inside the botnets for performing the large scale cyber attacks right so over here to mitigating these you can say iot device hacking we should be changing the default credentials many a times the peoples they are using the default credentials on their iot devices so what we should be doing over there is we have to you can say change the default credential we have to adapt a unique and the strong credential right we have to regularly update our device firmware to patch vulnerabilities to enhance the security over there right along with that we can also perform the network segmentation right we are going to simply isolate our iot device on a separate network which will be also minimizing the impact of a potential compromise right and over here we have to also choose a iot device 
right are reputable out device manufacturer over there that are prioritizing on the security and they are providing our regular updates and the support then after this we are having your state sponsored cyber warfare right so in the state sponsored we can say these are the government hackers we are having the people who are being employed by the government either by the state or by the national government over there or by your country government basically when the government is paying for them to spy over other government's activity other you can say states activity other nations activity over there right so over here the governments they are using the cyber warfare to achieve the political goals such as influencing their elections shaping their public opinions or gaining the strategic advantage over there right so this state sponsored cyber warfare it will be representing a sort of digital conflict we are having where our governments our nation states right they will be engaging in the cyber activities to achieve their you can say strategic objective like political motivation right or for some long term planning right so over here our state sponsored cyber operation they are being characterized by the long term planning right which will be involving like our footprinting which we have done the information gathering and careful execution to achieve their influence over there along with that we are having our apts the advanced persistent threat okay so over here when we are talking about the apt apt is like a persistent right apt is like a persistent attack over there right your advanced persistent threat right in which the attackers they will be trying to compromise a target right a victim system and they will be trying to stay inside the victim system for an extended period of time like for years right so that is what your apt over here like previously i saw a message for your stuxnet right so stuxnet it was also a state sponsored apt which was being designed to target the iran's nuclear program over there right so that is what our apt over here so and this you can say state sponsored cyber warfare the you can say the operation they are being categorized by the long term planning we are having right for that our you can say these state sponsored actors they will be possessing some sophisticated cyber tools the techniques like our zero day exploit or our advanced persistent threat over there right so over here our state sponsored cyber crime our cyber warfare right it is continuously evolving right it is becoming you can say imperative nowadays for our global community right so it is providing us a challenge over there so what we have to do is we have to adopt the proactive security measures right we have to promote the international cooperation over there we have to stay vigilant in our digital realm right and the nation they can also strive to mitigate the potential risk which are being posed by the state sponsored cyber threats we are having 
right for that we will be developing we will be deploying the advanced cyber security measures like the threat intelligence to detect and to mitigate the state sponsored cyber threats over there we can also enhance the abilities to attribute the cyber attacks to specific actors which will be also improving our accountability and the deterrence over there right we will be developing reforms reinforcing the international legal framework for addressing the state sponsored cyber activities to establish the consequences for the violators over there so these are some types of threats we are having after this we are having the attack vectors so when we are talking about the attack vectors yeah the attack vectors are what these are the entry points we are having for the attackers right a pathway through which or you can say a method through which the attacker he will be performing the attack he will be trying to compromise our system our network over there our devices like over here you can see we are having the phishing right so over here what will be happening is the attacker he will be creating a phishing email right he will be creating a phishing email which will be uh, saying that it is coming from a bank and it is uh, looking for some urgency right it is asking for some urgency over there right so when the user he will be opening that particular mail right over there he will be finding that that particular mail it is saying that you urgently you need to update your password for that it will be asking him to click on the links which will be taking you the fake website and after that the attacker he will be gaining the access of your credentials over here and then he can also escalate his privileges so that is what your attack vector we are having right along with that we are having the malicious websites right so over here what we will be doing is many a time we are trying to download the games right many a times we are trying to download the games from the third party applications right like previously the pubg it was got banned right so after that the peoples they were going simply going into the internet and from there they were trying to download the pubg right through the help of your vpn right so for that they were you can say you can say surfing from your website to website now over here what can happen is that particular site it was having a malware right which is you can say lurking in the shadows and it is ready to infect your device so that is how the malware can also infect our system right we are also having the infected usb drives like previously what was happening is like whenever we have to you can just share the games with our friends so for that we were using the pen drives for sharing the games right so what will be happening is let's say that particular pen drive it is having some virus right and we will be plugging that pen drive inside our system and see our system it will be getting compromised by that particular malware over there or let's say we are you can say going for a morning walk and over there we will be finding a pen drive right we will be finding a pen drive over there so what do you say guys are you going to pick this pen drive or not let's say the size that is having is around your 64 gb right it is known as your baiting so what 
Ataka will be doing is he will be leaving the pen drive, the memory guards, the you can say hard disk over there, right? Like on our parking areas. So let's say an employee he will be coming and he will be finding that particular pen drive, right? So what he is going to do, he is going to pick that pen drive. Reason out of the curiosity. He is not before like what is the cost of that particular pen drive. Is not because you can say the size of the pen drive. He is picking that particular pen drive because of the curiosity, like what sort of data it is having inside that particular pen drive. So over here, he will be quickly picking the pen drive, then he will be going inside the office, and then he will be plugging that pen drive inside his system. So what will be happening is that particular malware, let's say that particular pen drive, it is containing a auto-executable malware. So it will be getting executed and there can be also chances that the other systems we are having in our network, they can also get compromised by that malware over there. These are the, you can say, different, different attack vectors we are having, right? Along with that, we are also having the social engineering, right? Now, in the social engineering, what will be happening is the attacker, they will be impersonating as our friends, as our colleagues over there right and then they will be you can say calling us they will be messaging us and they will be requesting for some sensitive information right so over there unknowingly what we will be doing is we can share our crucial details right and by that we are opening the door for the attackers over there right so over here when we are talking about the attack surfaces right attack surfaces are what these are the sum of all the potential entry points we are having that the attackers he can exploit to compromise our system our device like we are having the software vulnerabilities we are having the weak password so they will be considered as the attack surface right so this attack vector it will be focusing on the specific methods we are having which are being used by the attacker to compromise the system but on the other hand your attack surfaces it will be you can say uh, encompassing all the landscape the entire landscape of the potential entry points that the attacker can exploit over there so over here our cyber criminals or our attackers right they will be using different different strategies to exploit the vulnerabilities and to gain the unauthorized access to our systems our networks and our data and for that they will be following some steps right and the very first we are having your footprinting in which the attackers they will be trying to gather as much information as they can about the victim over there now it is also known as your reconnaissance and it is also known as your information gathering right so in this they will be trying to narrow down the search area right after the performing the footprinting right over here what will be happening is it is not like that they will be able to gather the information from the single source no right for that they will be moving into the multiple multiple places they will be noting down all those information over here right and in the scanning they will be you can say filtering out the information 
it is not like that all the information which we have gathered it is all relevant over there right we will be also filtering out the information so in the footprinting generally we will be gathering the information about the network infrastructure the ip address the domain name the email the email information about the employees right after this we are having the scanning and thus the attackers they will be you can say trying to get the information about the victim right so the very first thing they will be grabbing is they will be looking over here is whether the victim is live or not live means to say whether it is connected to the internet whether it is you can say powered on or not right and once they are getting all these information then they will be looking what are the ports and services that are running over here great so when we are talking about the ports ports are what ports are the gateways through which a computer it will be providing its services like as you are saying we are having the different different ports like we are having the port number 80 which we are using for your http we are having your port number 443 which we are using for your https and many more right so over here we will be trying to gather the information about the ports and the services that are running in the victim system right and once we will be gathering the information about the ports and services right and the next thing we will be looking for the vulnerabilities right what are the vulnerabilities which are associated in the services right we will be looking for the vulnerable service over here right like let's say and the victim system and the victim system your ftp is running your telnet is working so what do you say are these the you can say secure protocol or not your http what do you say guys they are not the secure protocol right so over here what will be happening is the attacker right he can also intercept the messages over there right he can intercept the messages over there so over here let's say you are trying to log in into your telnet you're trying to log in into a telnet so simply the attacker he will be coming right he will be you can say intercepting the request he will be sniffing into your network right sniffing means to say like monitoring and capturing all the data packets which are traveling through the network over there right traveling through the given network over there right so over there he will be using the application he can also use the uh, softwares the hardware systems for them right for performing the sniffing right so once he will be performing the sniffing then he will be getting the username and the password right he will be getting the username and the password of the victim right and once he is getting the username and the password he can then try to get the access then he will be trying to get the access with the talent over there right so these are the you can say vulnerable services we are having right after this and the third step we will be having our gaining access 
right and the third we are having our gaining access over here so and thus the attacker he has discovered the vulnerabilities which are being associated over there with the services and now he will be trying to get the he will be trying to take the advantage of those vulnerabilities over there right for that he is going to exploit them the previously discovered vulnerabilities and once he will be getting the access of the victim's system right he will be trying to escalate his privileges right as i was saying that previously what will be happening is we will be getting the user access right so now over here the attacker he will be trying to get the admin's access and the victim system so that is whatever privilege escalation over here right so over here he will be trying to get the admin success right then he will be you can say also also he can also perform some other malicious activities over here right like exfiltrating the data or some you can say installing some additional malware inside the victim system right after that once the victim is getting the access of the once the attacker is getting the access of the victim system then we will be having the step with the name maintaining access over here right so over here what will be happening is once the user he will be once the victim he will be getting the idea that something fishy is going on with this computer how by going through the logs right by going through the you can say uh, the traffic over there right he will be monitoring the traffic then he will be finding that he is having the huge you can say spike of the traffic when he was not using his system right he will be looking into the task manager he will be looking for the process over there then he will be getting the idea that something fishy is going on with the system so then after that he will be trying to locate the attacker and then he will be trying to throw him out from his system right but the attacker he do not want to you can say get thrown out from the system for that what he will be doing is he is going to install some additional malwares right he will be installing some additional malwares or you can simply say he will be creating a stronghold he will be creating a stronghold and the victim system a persistent over there unless and until he will be reaching his goal over there right and after the maintaining access we are having the next step which is your covering tracks so over here from your footprinting till your maintaining access whatever thing the attacker he was doing right whatever thing the attacker he was doing in the victim system logs will be generated and your logs they are considered as the treasure trove for the forensic guys right so over there if the attacker he do not want to get caught what he will be doing is he will be trying to you can say delete the logs like let's say over here let's say over here what we are having is we are having a physical class right we all are setting together over here we are having the physical class over here so over here what i will be doing is i will be coming and i will be asking like can you guys show me your mobile phone 
right i will be asking can you guys show me your mobile phone over there right so once you you guys will be showing me your mobile phone then i can tell like to whom you guys have spoken last night what was the duration of the call right what was the timing of the call how i am getting all those information going through the call logs right so same thing but we are having in the covering tracks so the attacker what he will be doing is he will be also erasing the evidence of compromise right so that is how the attacker he will be exploiting the vulnerabilities we are having right that is how he will be exploiting the vulnerabilities we are having right this is the you can say these are the steps the attackers he will be following whenever he is you can say performing any you can say cyber attack over there right so for that the attacker he can use your different different methods like he can use the zero day exploits which will be targeting the vulnerabilities and uh, vulnerabilities in our so softwares on our hardware that are unknown to the public to the vendor over there right and he can perform the phishing attack where he will be you can say tricking the individuals into giving their sensitive information by or by clicking or by making them click on the malicious link which will be you can say distributing the malware inside the system right he can perform the attacks like we are having the brute force attack right so in the brute force attack what the attacker will be doing is first he will be gathering the information about the victim right he will be collecting the information about the victim and depending upon the you can say information he will be creating some guessable username and the password right he will be creating some guessable username and the password then he will be using those guessable username and the password and the repetitive manner right he will be performing this attack until he will be finding the correct one over there so that is what we are having the brute force attack right he can also perform the man in the middle attack which is also known as your monkey in the middle attack right in which he will be just sitting between the two parties he will be sitting between the two parties and whatever data they are sharing back and forth the attacker he will be able to grab them right that particular data this attacker over here what he will be doing is he will be making these users to send the data through this attacker over here then once this data it will be going through this attacker over here then this attacker he will be able to see whatever data they are sending back and forth right he will be you can say positioning himself between the communication path then he will be eavesdropping or he can also alter the data which is getting exchanged we are having the social engineering so social engineering is what it is an art to convince the people to tell us their confidential information their sensitive information right so the attackers right what they will be doing is they will be hacking right they will be you can say using this social engineering over there 
right they will be trying to manipulate the psychologically they will be trying to manipulate to deceive the victims over there into providing the access of their credential or their confidential information because we humans we are considered as the weakest link in the organization right for that they can perform the impersonation like they will be uh, representing right they will be you can say posing as a, you can say some support team over there right from the organization and they will be asking for the details right they will be claiming that there is a you can say security issue right and then after that they will be asking for the you can say credentials of our account our system over there and once we will be giving him the access of our system then he will be performing his malicious actions like nowadays what the attackers they are doing is they are posing as the it support representative over there right they will be calling us they will be you can say telling that in our system we are having this 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 sort of you can say uh, problem right and they will be saying that you just need to install any desk inside your system which will be giving the remote access to the attacker over there so that is how they can also get the access of our system right so over here how can we mitigate you can say these attacks right so for that we will be you can say controlling the public information we are having we will be limiting the amount of sensitive information to be shared online over there right we will be also keeping an eye on the public facing platforms to detect and address any sort of unintended information disclosure over there right we will be regularly scanning we will be assessing our systems to identify and to pass the vulnerabilities before actually the attacker will be finding them right for that we will be you can say uh, performing the configuration of our firewalls our ids systems our ips system which will be helping to you can say monitor and to restrict the unauthorized access right we will be keeping our software up to date to patch known vulnerabilities we will be implementing the strong password policies and we will be using your multi-factor authentication to enhance our access control right we will be you can say limiting the user privileges to reduce the impact of the potential breach over there right and in the last we will be regularly reviewing our logs security logs to ensure that they are not tampered over there right we will be having a robust incident response plan which will be also helping us to quickly detect and to respond the security incidents we are having 